The following podcast is an enticing media production. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You are now socially obligated to pour yourself a drink and welcome to the Drunk Squirrel. All right, guys, we are live. Well, not necessarily live because yeah, people sweat like people two and a half, three weeks later. Yeah, people aren't listening to this live, but we're live yeah, right now. So you know, maybe we should put a warning in on on this one. I mean, on I this unintentionally one, took us to explicit last episode. On this one, there definitely should be a warning. But you said, <laughs> yeah, um, well, you said Father Cock a lot in the last episode. <laughs> I so did. I don't know where this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where this one is going to go. Hey, I didn't choose a nickname. It was what was given. (laughs) And the email address is what was given also. Yeah, that too. (laughs) So we're super excited about this episode of The Drunk Squirrel because we have a very good close personal friend of both of ours right? um, who happens to be a super awesome dude. Um, I don't know if that's a weird thing to say, but uh, he, he <laughs> only he, if you touch my butt. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a great friend. He's about as interesting a guy as I have ever met in my life. He's gotten me to run two tough mutters, which I never thought I would ever be able to say that. And uh, just all around good guy. So we'd like to introduce uh, Mr. Craig Lowry to the Drunk Squirrel. Craig, welcome. Thank you. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Yeah. So Craig is, um, Craig goes to, uh, attends the church that I attend and that Rob works at. And also Craig is a local financial advisor for Edward Jones, a avid Tough Mudder and world's toughest Mudder guy. And we'll let him talk about that a little bit more. Um, I alluded to that a little bit. And uh, so we're going to keep on the theme of the last episode of sports because Craig has a lot of experience uh, working in a actually a major college program. Not so much working, but he attended college at a major college program, SEC school. And we'll dig into that a little bit. But uh, so we're super excited to have Craig here. So, Craig, is there anything that you would like to say about yourself? No, as far as the college experience, uh, assistantship at Texas A&M University for several of them, whether it's teaching or strength and conditioning. So glad to be on here. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) You know, I I have to highlight this. It's always hilarious to me. You are the only person in the middle of central Pennsylvania redneck territory to drive (laughs) around with like Texas A&M stickers and longhorns (laughs) on your truck. No, no, no. The longhorns are sold off. Yeah, sorry. You cannot associate me with it's, that burnt orange. It's the saw them off, right? That's yes. the A&M thing? Yes. Oh, sorry. Sawing off longhorns. But then a giant cookie monster in the back of your truck <laughs> every year. And it's just, I don't know if he's redneck, child-friendly, or what he is, but there goes Craig. So well, that certainly c- child-friendly, uh, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, because he has three of them. Yes. Um, which uh, they're super. Craig has three awesome girls, which we love very dearly. Um, so, but so he's definitely child friendly. <laughs> Considering I can't keep a plant alive, I'm happy I can keep my three kids alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's more important that you keep your kids alive than the plants. But I mean, it's cool because your kids are into, uh, you know, Lexi's into hockey. Ice hockey. Uh, ice Not hockey. field. Not ice. field hockey. Okay, yeah. Can, can I'm I, sorry. Can I like, yeah, go pull ahead. away on that one go for ahead. a minute? Like, where does Lex get that from? Because 
I have no idea. If you see me on ice skates, it's worse than a drunk human walking down Main Street. <laughs> I, I have to admit, like, there's a part of me in the back of my head. You do crazy stuff all the time, but there's a part of me that's like, is Kayla the one that's like bloodthirsty, vicious? Oh, yeah. Like ice hockey, I will, you know, punch your teeth out kind of thing? No, not necessarily physically vicious. <laughs> that, that all <laughs> definitely comes from me. Um, okay. I don't know where Lexi got into ice hockey. I really don't. There are just moments that I have pause on that. I'm like, I, she's a sweet young child, but she's going to get me with that stick someday, and I'm toast. <laughs> so we were at a beach bash tournament in Ocean City a couple weeks ago, and when you talk about the stick, we were goofing around, and I was hitting her on the back of the head in the helmet, making sure everything was okay. She takes the stick and whacks me on the shin with that sucker. <laughs> I had a welt the size of a damn softball on my shin. I was so upset. I almost threw her across the room. She was in pads. So <laughs> is is that just – so she was hyping herself up, or she just – Messing no, we were you. we were just goofing off, and oh, okay. she, she couldn't turn it down. Ah, uh, that's you know she's definitely your child. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is interesting because I mean we don't necessarily live in an area that's synonymous with no, ice hockey, yeah. right? I mean some of the high schools have some ice hockey teams, but it's not like a big thing mm-hmm. in this area. Unless you're a Bears fan. Unless you're, but yeah, I mean, well, the Hershey uh, Bears are huge in this area, true, and they're right, right. the, I think, arguably, maybe not even arguably, the most storied AHL hockey franchise that there is, to be honest with you, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so, but it's interesting how she got into ice hockey, considering there's not a lot of that type of thing in this area. So, just, so, and so she's an, she even has to travel a bit for the team, doesn't she? Uh, this year, she's on house. She's going to try out for... Uh, the actual travel team next year, okay, right. which you'll go anywhere from Buffalo, New York, Canada, Las Vegas. That's really it's cool. All over. Yeah, but ice hockey, I will say this. It's one of those things where it's like once people get into it, it's like a cult. They're yeah. they're in. Big I mean, time into it. But, it I mean, just the fact that you were – you said you were just in Ocean City. Just the fact that you were there and she was asked to be there tells me all I need to know about how good she is. Um, obviously, she's pretty good. She's yeah. getting there. Yeah. But that's really cool. So I'm actually looking forward to, at some point, getting to uh, you know either a practice or a game or whatever um, and just seeing this in action because I'm really intrigued by it. So next one, throwing it out there, St. Paddy's Day weekend. St. Oh, Paddy's Day. There is, there so, is oh. a ice hockey tournament. So it's a tournament. Is it at local? At her arena. Oh. And there is a brewery in oh. her arena. So oh. we're talking about the Palmyra... Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, it's under new ownership. It's still Click Lewis Arena, but it's okay. under new ownership. What brewery is? Is it Howling Henry's? Okay, never heard of it. So. I, maybe we do an episode on location. We could absolutely do that. I mean, right now we've got the XF, ah, XFL. I can speak. I swear. <laughs> no, we can't. So yeah, I mean yeah. So what Rob just alluded to is, so as we're recording, is the first. This is the first game of the XFL's new season. It's on right now. I don't necessarily know who's playing because I don't know what these teams are. I know Rod Woodson is is head coach of one of the teams. The um, Vipers. But, and... yeah, the Vipers are on my screen right now. So it be interesting to see how this goes because it hasn't gone well in the past for the XFL. So I don't know if anybody here thinks that that's going to be a <laughs> – it's going to survive. I feel like The Rock having something to do with it helps, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll find out. But anyway, before we go too far into all of this. Oh, yeah, I know what you. Yeah. 
Kidneys and Uggies of Wisdom. No, wait. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> too early for that. Sorry. Way too early for that. Yeah. He right, has so, Nuggies? Yeah, apparently. Apparently I get my <laughs> Nuggies out of the episodes. <laughs> I mean, our wonderful producer, Nell, was... Well, never mind. Uh, but she doesn't our like rule is that uh, every guest picks the drink. And... I, I got to admit, like, our expectation on this drink was definitely not what happened. <laughs> like, you and I were expecting something that would be entirely off the wall. But this, yeah, I think this is reasonable. Yeah, so I, my communication with Craig during this week was he wouldn't tell us what he was choosing. And I informed him that the hosts reserved the right to decline at the last minute in case he brought something with like a snake in it or something like that, which was entirely possible. I do have that. Uh, I. That's why. That's why I used the disclaimer. But that is not what happened. The delit. The, the delish. The drink is delicious. So Craig, we're gonna let you, let you tell us what the drink is and then what is in it. Yeah. So to. Start off, I was going to bring 40s of Four loco and make these guys drink it on this podcast to see if they could hold their bladders Which long I, enough. Which I would have done, but we might have had to hit pause <laughs> to go to the bathroom. That's the grace of podcasting. Yes. That's so, right. This isn't live. So, yeah. So, one of my favorite drinks I love, I've started drinking bourbon three years ago. Absolutely hated it for probably the last three years. Um, and then found old fashioned. So, in the wintertime, I love maple syrup. And I found some old fashions made with maple syrup. But we're on this podcast for an hour. Drinking is awesome. Yes. Drinking is awesome. <laughs> so we had to triple the size of it. So we have a half a bottle of what was the drink? <laughs> oh, what, it, uh, Widow's Jane. Wid, we, Wid, yeah. Oh, the bourbon. Yes. yes Widow, Widow Jane. Yep. We have a half a bottle of Widow Jane in four different drinks. So there's six ounces of bourbon in each of our drinks. And we're going to get through it all. Yeah, we definitely are. And then there's yep. there's fresh lime juice. Cheers. There's fresh orange juice, right? Is there? Did I miss anything? Fresh lime, fresh cherries? orange? Cherries? Was there? There's a... There's Special a, reserve cherries. There's yeah. There's we have an orange pinwheel that we rubbed all over the glass. Yeah, <laughs> giant ice cubes. Oh yes, the this I feel like the sphere ice cubes are very important and for the aesthetics. And a reserve cut of maple syrup, fresh from Ragnarok syrup. Mm. And a cinnamon stick. And a cinnamon stick. And I gotta be honest, I'm not a huge bourbon guy. I feel like I'm getting there a little bit because when Robin was on. We had the Presbyterian. We had the Presbyterian, which had uh, bourbon, and we were we used uh, Jeffersons actually, and I enjoyed those. So maybe my tastes are changing a bit. Well, and, and I like bourbon possibly. And I'm the Scotch whiskey bourbon guy, and I gotta say it's not bad. I mean, it's a little more sour than I prefer, but I, as that ice melts, that's that's a nice drink. It's refreshing. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's good for me not being as much of a bourbon guy like you are. I feel like the the sourness of it really tames it down. I I enjoy it. I really like it. So nice choice. Appreciate it. And you'll be able to find the drink and the recipe in the uh, you know in the show notes and you know the email. If you subscribe, right, you'll and get an email when a new episode comes out, and it'll have the drink in it. Right, and it doesn't matter what you're drinking, just come have a drink with us. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's uh, just a you're listening to us first thing in the morning, and it's a cup of coffee. Black with some cream, whatever. Oh. <laughs> Did you? Okay. Well, I didn't now realize you brought game. a beer in with it. I, I, you got to change it up every couple sips. You know, 
I screwed up. <laughs> Did I you? Should, I mean, yeah, I should text Nell. Is this like four drinks or five drinks in for you? Uh, I think this is five. Because I'm at four. Yeah, this is five. So does the size of the drink count? It's, it's not. The, <laughs> it's, does, does size matter? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and there's our first explicit rating for this. That's episode. where I went there. This, uh, so I started. Yeah, go ahead. Because I mean, there's six shots of bourbon. So in this, this is thing. like two drinks, right? So I feel like oh, this it's like is three. like, like six, three. seven drinks. But I feel like maybe just a good beer, like on the side, would be good. I think I have to text it's a Nell. Great palate cleanser. I feel. I feel like a text Nell. Well, Hold I on. mean, she is the producer. I so did. I did gonna... try to find a maple bourbon. Uh, sorry, a maple uh, stout for you. I couldn't find it. Oh, at the local a, beer store. That's okay. Because that would have paired well with it. I think mm. in a Corona would be a good spot right Are you now. American? Yeah, I mean, that's light. Huh? Are you American? Yeah, Corona? You, you love Corona. Don't pull that crap. I get wait a but minute. not on an American podcast. Well, American <laughs> What's wrong po- with... We're talking about doing toes in the sand and <laughs> vacation <laughs> podcast at some point. You so know? I'm going to see if she responds. And right now, <laughs> so you you guys may hear Nell come into the studio <laughs> with a Corona, uh, but you know she may be talking out there and she might not see this. But I'm gonna try. So I hope a- she doesn't bring a bottle opener. I want to see you try to open that. <laughs> I'm gonna open it with my loins. Well, now <laughs> in hey. his defense, I mean you brought like thirty limes That's for true. four people. Is she gonna bring a lime in with her? I mean, I hope so. If she brings me a Corona, she definitely knows to put a lime in it. If the Corona isn't open, I can teach you how to open it with a piece of paper. <laughs> I thought you were going to have me open it with my wedding ring. Cause that's oh, I mean, that's you, easy, though. That's I can thing, easily do that. I know, but that's the thing you do. That's you the, actually taught that's me. That's the Aggie ring. You, well, you got to have a beefy <laughs> Aggie ring. So what? Is that a class ring? It's a class ring. Oh, I don't know if it was like a like an SEC championship or something like that. No, ring. so Texas A&M... It has had the same design since the year that the college was created. That's really cool, mm. actually. So <laughs> he's looking. He's looking at. He's had too much to drink. He can't see. Yes, I was right. Eighteen seventy-six. That's really cool. So, so it's the every, same design since eighteen seventy-six. Same design. So I'm I'm fourth generation Aggie. My great grandfather, my grandfather, oh, wow. my father, and myself, and I had some uncles and stuff in there. And okay. all of the Aggie rings are the same, even for the females. It's just a little bit of smaller, but okay. exact same design. All right, all right. I got to pick on that. You said fourth generation? Yep. Like, I knew your dad was a, a you said semi-Texan or fake Texan. Oh, he's a fake Texan. Fake you Texan. have to be born in Texas. He was from Bethesda, Maryland. So they don't claim you unless you're born there? Is oh, that the he's deal? a transplant. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's fair. Well, now, I guess to be fair on that, I married a Texan. She was born in Texas. And your life is much better because of it. I don't know. Us she, Texans she make she everything for better. The Cowboys when I first married her. So See, I that mean, is not good. No, we had nope. to fix that. I mean, Stillers all the way. So that's you how can I glare at me as much as you want. Oh, Stillers, God. baby. I, Stillers. I, res- I respect Craig a lot because he's not a Cowboys fan. He's so. Who are you a fan of, Craig? So I am a Green Bay Packers fan. That's right. What how, in the world? However, to start, my dad was a Cowboys fan. Mm. Try to get me to be a Cowboys fan. So maybe about a year or two, that's the only thing I knew. The Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith era, which were by far okay, two okay, of the yeah, greatest yeah. NFL player combination uh, out there. Yeah, 100%. No one can argue that, yeah. But the Cowboys fans are up there with Eagles fans for horribleness. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. 
I, I don't know if you can get much worse. I mean, you guys threw snowballs at Santa. I mean, you know. <laughs> wait, what? The Eagles fans you threw didn't snowballs that? at Santa Claus yeah. one year. That's pretty famous. I like, definitely missed that. Though that's like a famous thing when you're bashing Eagles fans. That's like everybody brings that up. So, Oh, wow. I definitely missed that. Ken, you're horrible. I'm a yeah. horrible, If I had known that, I wouldn't have started this with you. No, I. so I'm an Eagles fan, but I, I separate myself from that. Like, there's Eagles fans, and then there's like a there's a real off the wall, like section of Eagles fans that I don't, I don't claim. I'm just not doing it. But and that's those guys. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, Eagles fans are, can be a little, uh, you know, rough around the edges. Let's just say. Yeah, so I became a Packer fan uh, after learning more about football, the history, Vince Lombardi, Bart Starr, mm-hmm. Brett Favre, just a massive dynasty era. Sure. Of quarterbacks. I mean, mm-hmm. you have Bart Starr, Brett Favre, and Aaron Rodgers, which we won't go into him right now in his <laughs> dark room facade. That's, that's, getting, that's getting a little <laughs> weird right now. I mean, it's like, it's a whole thing, and I but just don't understand. But Aaron Rodgers, um, the Packers had some of the best quarterbacks in NFL history. That's a fact. They are the only publicly owned NFL, hmm. and yes, I'm a shareholder. I'm not surprised by that. Also. I think I knew that, actually. I have I'm one stock. That's it. I have it framed. Huh. It's great. That's pretty awesome, it's actually. guaranteed never to gain value. So, worst stock choice ever. But it's still cool to say that you have... And you've been to Lambeau. Several times. Okay. So, one of the things that's cool about Lambeau... I've never been, but... We're going to change that this year. On the outside oh. looking in, it's... So, it's like in a neighborhood, so to speak, right? When... When so there, when there's an aerial view, like if they're on like prime time or something like that, it really looks like literally looks like they're next to like residential homes. So like picture the picture Wrigley Field, yeah, where it's everywhere around. Mm-hmm. So Lambeau Field is in the middle of town. Mm-hmm. Churches charge you to park. That's awesome. Oh, so that you is... can tailgate in a church's parking lot a block from the stadium. Perfect. I love that. <laughs> I really do. Unbelievable. Do they turn water into wine? And then well, holy smokes! I mean, if I had a church, we turn there, wine I'd... into urine. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I had a church, there, that would be amazing. We'd do a tailgate every game, right? Like, so, holy smokes. what you're saying is, we need a super famous football stadium right next to St. Andrews. Apparently, because I mean, there's a huge like outreach opportunity. Tear, oh my gosh! Tear, tear down the Wise Market. And put a football stadium <laughs> in. I'm in. Wait, Let's the Wise Market or the uh, hotel? Both. Oh, oh no. Okay. That, All of it. That crappy. Because where are we going to buy the Tostitos at for the tailgate? That's true. That crappy hotel. Just rip that out. Yes. Because it's a dump. <laughs> yep. And nobody's arguing that thing. It is a dump. <laughs> but yeah, we we fly into Milwaukee. Uh, one of my favorite restaurants is oh, and oh, Nell is here with the Corona. Oh, what? And oh. it's open. What? And there's a line. She can, I wow. told you. Hold on, hold on. We got it. I absolutely told you because somebody asked if you resp- if you actually do this, are you going to put a lime in it? I said there's not a chance that she's bringing this Corona without a lime. Great. And because Craig, he cracked a beer, you know, right into the <laughs> microphone, of course. And I'm like, you brought a beer. He's like, well, it's a good balance. I'm like, I need a beer. <laughs> So that's where this, uh, would you like to add it? Okay, come on in. I want to know who thought I wasn't going to put the lime in the Corona. I think Craig asked if, was it Craig? I, it I thought you were going to be an asshole and bring it without it even being opened and watch Kenny struggle. I got to admit, <laughs> I, I was even a little bit skeptical. Like, hey, yeah, no. Look, if, if, this, was, 
If I, this was Kayla, she'd bring it unopened and give me the lime not even cut and say, <laughs> good luck, may the odds ever be in your favor. I, I, I married really, really well. <laughs> yes, you did. Goodbye. Yes, I did. Thank you. I appreciate it. Our amazing producer. Yes, Nell. that was Nell. Our producer, co-owner of Enticing Media. And uh, so she edits these things. And you know, I, she keeps you in line. Yeah, or she, out of line. She does keep me in line. Something. I I do. I've you know done some editing now, so it's a team effort. But she's the brains of the operation. I got news for you. <laughs> so nobody's going to argue that fact. So yeah. So before we continue, I did get a gift for you guys for oh, having geez. me on. So I so I heard the podcast is not here yet. <laughs> it is not here yet. This is, is that moment of fear. Well, this is in the USPS's hands, so we can't trust them <laughs> for anything. Um, but it's currently in Harrisburg, and when it comes, I will personally deliver it to you. I promise both of you will love it. Your wives are going to hate it. That, that makes sense. And I'm going to be cursed out from Nell and Mel for probably the next 10 years. So I think what we'll do um, is once we have it, and you know when this episode, when we you know get to the point where this episode is being released, we'll do some social media work and make sure everybody knows what the gift actually is. Something, because I mean, whatever this is, I mean, you, you're one of those people who I say, "Hey, I've been working with Craig," and everybody goes silent and goes, "Okay." <laughs> so, never, so I am known get. as one of the best gift givers in our family. Mm. I put a lot of thought into it. Everything is always unique, and I will guarantee this is a one-of-a-kind specifically <laughs> for your podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> it may or may not be vulgar. <laughs> I, I expect nothing less. I expect it to be insanely vulgar, actually. <laughs> But yeah, so we'll do some social media work once we have it. Yeah. And before this before this episode is gonna air, we'll make sure we'll let everybody know what it is. So just hold it and put it as a cover of the podcast. We can. <laughs> we can we we can temporarily change our profile picture on Facebook. <laughs> you, you might have to blur out a couple things. Oh boy. <laughs> well, I mean we took a promo photo for this and you know, there's Craig licking your ear. Hey, Kenny. <laughs> he was, I needed yeah. some salt. <laughs> he, he was he stuck something in my ear i wasn't looking um when i saw the photo thank god it was his finger um, <laughs> because it was wet <laughs> so i feel like the finger was the best option so i'm glad that's what it was and you kept a smile the I entire did. time i did you know it's for the brand for the brand, right? I didn't want to make it weird. Rob, I wanted to look at Rob, the camera. He secretly liked it. You know that, dude. I I give him credit because I've been like, oh hell no. <laughs> See, so he said he secretly liked it. I, right. mm-hmm. I didn't not like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we are. All right, so here we are. So we know what we're drinking. We're all drinking the same thing now. I have a Corona. Craig, hat. what do you have? Like a big? There's a big ass truck on that can of beer. Well, I do drive a big truck. You do. Yes, yeah, you Craig do. drives a. Lifted F two fifty. It's so, lifted, right? So it's not lifted yet. Oh, it's not lifted. Not I thought you yet. He said yet. Yet. Okay. So surprise, that is getting done by a local shop. Oh, wow. are you is that the place on Cornwall Road there? It is. Okay. Yeah, actually, you know, to take a side trail on this, I mean, you 
both have done something that I would love to do someday, but you've both been in a demo derby. Oh, yeah, that is so much fun. Funny story. I tried to convince my wife to do that again. Yeah. She said I was worth too much. So <laughs> apparently I got to figure out how to devalue my worth so I can get some demo derby cars. <laughs> that is true. But well, I'm sure well, I mean, we can definitely policy, work on that for this like, podcast. You know. And if not, the truck that Barry is driving, which is my wife's first car, mm-hmm. 1997 oh, wow. Ford Ranger, it's leaking oil. It's not doing too good. I really want to enter that into a tough truck competition. Oh, tough, they have yeah. them. They have them twice a year over at the fairgrounds. We can just rotate. Rob can drive it. You mm-hmm. can drive it. I can, as long as if the thing still runs and you don't beat the crap out of it. You uh, don't don't hold me huh. to this. But you really don't have to do anything to those things. You no. can say the demo derby has specific rules. You and, have to remove the airbag. Okay. So, but other than that, like, because the demo derby, you got to move the gas tank and you do all these things. And that's for yeah, that can be a whole different episode. But yeah, the tough truck is pretty much uh, you know, run what you brung type of deal. Like, you know, just show up and beat the shit out of something. No, yep. I mean that's a nineties Ford Ranger he's driving. I mean, that thing is and it's, it's a tank. drive, so it's yeah. totaled because yeah. of a massive hailstorm in St. Louis. There's <laughs> yeah, another story. The, the, the dense Soft, on the hood. Softball sized hail. Oh yeah. man. First weekend I moved to St. Louis. So is that thing like <laughs> Dead, dead, or no? It's still, still driving, okay. still works. But is he still, still we're, we're going to be impressed if it impa- if it passes inspection. <laughs> That's true. If not, you rate it as a farm car. Mm-hmm. We're good to go. Put farm tags on it. Then we put the airbag underneath Rob's seat that he's sitting on right now, and just. <laughs> oh. <laughs> have you ever done that? No, but I really. We should want do it to. at your house. <laughs> okay. So yeah, wait, all you look. have to do is so put it out like you know when we. No, I want to sit on it. <laughs> I don't think you want to do that, actually. Can you, we angle it so I land on the trampoline? Your testicles will get blown off. Can I wear a cup? Sure. I'm not sure a cup would cover that. <laughs> I, feel, I have three kids. Do I really need them? Well, no. At this point now, you've done what you need to do with them. But so you can put it out like where, you know, when we did the, was it uh, a Halloween party when, oh. when you blew up the pumpkin? But put it out pounds there. Of tannerite? Yeah. Run leads back, and you just need a car battery, and you know, negative, positive, and blow the thing up. Don't really <laughs> need that long of leads. Like five feet should be fine, right? Well, sure. It's loud. Okay. So you have shoot. Headphones. Anytime we consider anything crazy, oh, well, let's talk about Craig's house. Yeah. <laughs> if we accidentally burn it to the ground, he's got good insurance. <laughs> I. I Shorty will be pissed <laughs> off if we burn that house to the ground. I mean, not to mention Kayla. But well, yeah. Shorty's like, crap, I spent a lot of time on this. <laughs> and you, you dumbass. We'll just redesign it so Shorty can build it again. I mean, he will, but, you know, I feel like we probably shouldn't do that. Well, yeah, <laughs> can actually. we make it fireproof all cement? <laughs> we get it? You may need to. Okay, now wait a minute. In your defense, I mean, how many times have we blown something up up there? I mean, the 4th of July parties every year. Oh, my gosh. We had a guy uh, whose son lit one of those cakes. So it was 36 oh. mortars <laughs> upside down. Oh. <laughs> and it started, it flipped and started shooting mortars at the crowd. There's three, four, five-year-olds in this crowd. Uh-huh. So I'm stuck there, sitting there, as the thing's blowing up, trying to flip this with my face right next to these which, mortars. Which is, which is impressive that you even <laughs> chose to do that. Well, my no, kids wait a minute. were in the crowd. I realized that, but your face could have been blown off. Wow, kids Kid versus face. face. 
Well, okay. But you, you may not have been around for the kids after that. So <laughs> Now, in his defense, I mean, Nell comes over and blows stuff up with us while you go to, like, the safety line and record. <laughs> so it's not the you safety the, line. You did fly the drone. Right. I, True. The, the last time I was flying the drone, we actually got some pretty neat, um, you know, shots of it. So, yeah, so I was recording the, at, the, at the last 4th of July party. I was flying the drone and trying to get some, like, Decent shots of, you know, elevated shots of the fireworks, which we did. So it was pretty cool. But, yeah. So, I I mean, it's not as much a safety line as much as that I'm trying to document the occasion. Well, and... What, so yeah. you mean the uh, accidental death? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know... So that last one we had up at your place, one of the guys is standing next to me and someone screws up and one of them becomes a ground firework. <laughs> and I just stood there and he runs away and... He comes back a minute later. He's like, "Dude, you had no fear." He's like, "No, I'm too drunk." <laughs> Be like, I didn't Rob was like, what was going on. I was like, "Oh crap!" I didn't know what was happening, and I don't move that quickly, so it wouldn't help yeah, anyway. <laughs> Just stand behind me. There's a couple hundred pounds of safety. So, I mean, I guess, I mean, it, I guess it's obvious from the conversation here, but uh, Craig and his wife Kayla, his family, just built uh, a home. It was built by our a, a good friend of our all of ours. Um, and it's a, it's, it's in the, it's in the woods and he has an awesome space. They did a really, really great job with creating their, uh, space, their outdoor space. So we spend a lot of time there in season, uh, cause he has lots of parties and things like that. So we do a lot of cool things there. Now, hang on to be fair. When you say in the woods, I mean, this is like someone is playing a banjo deep <laughs> in the woods and you are not coming back from this experience. It, it is a mile long gravel driveway. Right. And it was complete, a completely wooded lot yep. when you started. So you had to like timber it all basically. So you think it's good. Now we had a forester come out. We're about three years away from timbering about 10 acres more. Oh, wow. oh geez. And we're going to uh, create a pasture. So in this oh, pasture, nice. I have permits to own zebras. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, we're gonna have feigning goats, mini goats, regular goats. <laughs> Can we? Uh, you gonna have goat yoga? <laughs> uh, no, but something better with goats. Okay. <clears throat> Nothing sexual, Rob. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rob I, 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 I'm not sure if Rob got concerned or excited concerned. that he was gonna concerned. be able to do some things to goats. It's Craig. You never know what. And that's a hundred percent. We're gonna true. have ostriches, Scottish Highland sheep cattle. Oh, hey. So now, now that you have this picture, they're all communal. So mm. we don't have to separate them out. So 10-acre giant rectangle, everything's getting along. That's and then great. all of a sudden, you put 10 of us in there with go-karts, a milk <laughs> crate in the back filled with water balloons, banana pills, <laughs> Mario Kart style. Oh, so style. it's Mario oh, Kart style, right? So goat cart Mario Kart. Nice. I like it. Goat. Goat cart. So, like a goat on the back of the cart goat or just dodging goats? So, remember I said fainting goats, right? Yeah, oh. So, picture you're driving around. I have three girls. At, at some point, there's going to be raging hormones in this household. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> so, when you can't negotiate with a hormonal teenager, look, get on the back of a go-kart, make 20 goats faint, come back, and then talk to me. So, picture me <laughs> the sound effects oh my god that wasn't a sound machine we that was craig god have mercy on the young men who decide to try and date your, your oh, girls we've already I talked mean, about yes doing the bad boys two scene ah, there reggie is. reggie <laughs> oh. i already said your name was reggie 
that is going to be. I, I haven't had the chance to do that, and I hope that we follow through with that someday. Oh, no, we are. The first boyfriend that picks up each of my daughters. So, I mean, when they're 10, 12, you're taking them to the movies, so I don't care. Sure. When they're independent yes. and are okay to drive a mile down a gravel road mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> dodging Sasquatch, whoever the hell they find. That is true, because there's a giant Sasquatch at the and end of And then they knock driveway. on the door, and they greet you and me. Be great. Will we have and firearms? I, um, we're going to have something. Okay. I can supply. And that's true. I don't own any, but I know that you two, it would just make it you even, two will take care of it. It would just make yep. it even better if the yeah. guy's name is Reggie. It would be. Can, <laughs> can, oh. can you require one of your daughters to, at least one of them, date someone named Reggie? So <laughs> Tegan, I'm sure she could convince some guy, if I pay her like 50 bucks, to, just bring, to have a to Reggie pick him Reggie. up. <laughs> She'd just go around school. Reggie, can I just bring you home? Can I borrow like you night? for maybe twenty minutes? Because we want to Look, record I this. Make it worth it, just... and we want to put it on YouTube. <laughs> like yeah, to to my point a little bit there is uh, Craig and Kayla and his wife Kayla are super generous with their uh, their home, their outdoor space. They have lots of stuff there during the summer, fall, spring, and uh, we've we're all just lucky enough to be able to spend a bunch of time there and spend time with them. Um, because we're all, you know, big family, honestly. Yeah, I was gonna say, let's can we dig into like a little bit of the high school and college? And I mean, your degree is in what? Undergrad was exercise science and sports medicine. Uh, masters was in sports physiology. So the first time I met you, I have always known you as like an Eddie Jones bro. And that's what I call you guys, because like everyone I have ever met from Edward Jones, it's like, oh, you're an Eddie Jones bro. Like there's a whole bro culture there. Oh, no, there is. Yep. And you and I were talking and you're like, oh, yeah, my degree's in sports something, something. What? Yeah. What? So help me here. Man, this is a very long story, which could... Represent another podcast. Okay. Well, um, which you chose good drinks, so com- I'm completely up for open for it. Oh, so, man. yeah. So, in middle school and high school, I was a weird kid. Like, you think. I find that hard to believe. I seriously find it hard to believe. I mean, in all honesty. Yeah, but hold on. All right. So, I asked him, Ke- uh, Kenny, in the last episode, because I had an expectation. I was like, all right. Ken's going to be that guy. He was in football. He was in basketball. He was in, like, every sport he could in high school. And he was just an audiophile who worked at a restaurant. What did you do in high school? Like, what was your sport? What was your thing? Or were you just the weird kid who everyone was like, yeah, no, don't talk to him? A little bit of it all. Really? Yeah. So in high school, well, I should say in middle school, I was an avid soccer player. Loved it. Traveled. Uh, w- that was my sport, and it was very political mm. uh, in school, and I wasn't going to go anywhere in school. I wasn't going to play varsity. I wasn't going to play JV because I didn't know anybody. My parents didn't know anybody. Mm, we weren't going to contribute fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year. Gotcha. To the school, so instead, uh, I made a massive switch. My parents wanted me to do band, which I wanted to play the tuba. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. That's interesting. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> what, what? You were... I can't even say it. <laughs> Straight yes. face looking at you. You were a band nerd? Yes, I was a band nerd. 
Um, <laughs> did it for like three years. Uh, like I said, I wanted to play the tuba. Okay, hold on. Because I sucked at the drums. Were you like a band nerd like I was, like in it for the girls and that was it? No, I just wanted to be the most annoying person I could to my parents so I could get out of band. Oh. So are you still trying that today? No, I'm very annoying to my parents, but they have to tolerate me. (laughs) (laughs) They need someone to change their light bulbs. Um, It's true. It's funny how that change happens (laughs) in your church. Now they need you. (laughs) No, so it, uh, it wasn't the tuba, it wasn't the drums. They wouldn't let me play the guitar because back then it was like your 90s rock band, some 41 offspring. Mm. I was going to get into drugs and whatever it was. Nirvana. Holy smokes. I mean, he just threw out a couple 2000 bands in there. So, yeah, yeah he did. it ended up being the baritone, which was awful. And <laughs> I figured out the way to get out of that was to play football. Okay. I got it put on pads, hit people, work out whenever I wanted to. Right up your alley. And it was great. So the reason why I say that, besides being the weird kid, like I wore whatever I want. I was, I went from gothic, like dyed black hair, <laughs> bracelets everywhere, yellow to silver pants, chains, you name it. And that's when Kayla and I were dating, who's my wife, to teachers literally saying that I will not amount to anything ever. Sports was like my avenue of I could do whatever I wanted to, work as hard as I wanted to, and I could see the results and get where I wanted to. I want pictures of when he was an emo kid. Oh, so this is great. It went from emo, oh, sorry, it went from goth, like goth. strict sorry. goth, to emo, to hardcore rap. That's oh, when oh. 8 Mile came out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's when I uh, went from being a garbage man at the Ren Fair took all my savings and bought DJ equipment behind my parents' back and became a DJ. So that I've I, heard about the DJ years. So that I could reenact 8 Mile and try to be a rapper. Those DJ years live in the church basement right now. They, they do. Uh, you know, yeah. It's funny how things come full circle because now we have all this audio equipment in here. It's like... Yeah, but sports kind of gave you that avenue that was kind of specific. Mm-hmm. The coaches believed in you. Mm-hmm. If you had a good coach, I had some horrible coaches, but there was the strength and conditioning coach who I was in the gym with almost every day was you work hard. You're going to get better. You're going to get bigger. You're going to get faster. You're going to be able to take down who you want to take down. And he never lied. That is true. So you went, you went to high school at Cedar Crest, correct? Yeah. Okay. What so year did you, you graduate? 2005. Okay. Okay. So, so you were born in Texas and you were a military kid, obviously. Military brat. Yep. So you, but you ended up you know, here locally, and you went to, for some, for our, some listeners, we have local listeners, you went to high school at Cedar Crest. I did. Okay. Yep. Might be okay. worth another podcast, but to get him and Kayla on, and how in the world do you get a high school relationship to survive into... Middle school. Middle school relationship. We were 12 to survive and 13. through goth. Yeah. Through seventh and goth, eighth grade. emo, football, and now... Yeah. Yeah. Where you are now. Absolutely. Holy smokes. Kayla, I would like to just say one one moment here <laughs> and address you. I don't know what you've done with this man, but wow, keep it up. <laughs> yeah, because I kind of like him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been through everything that you can think of from, like I said, being bullied to being told you weren't going to amount to anything to in college I became anorexic, got down mm. to 110 pounds. Wow. Hmm. Um, but sports kind of just kind of brought it all back. Yeah. So was that, so the, 
some of the things that you were told like when you were bullied or told you wouldn't was that motivation was that motivation in sports or not necessarily it kind of just was i turned it off as noise okay mm. do whatever you want yeah do you and that that's probably i mean you guys can see it now yeah. i do whatever i want you absolutely <laughs> yeah. do whatever you want but <laughs> but to be fair with with that though you've you've constructed your life that way yeah it's not by accident and I mean, there's None no of point it. that any of us, I mean, we pick on you, but holy smokes, what you have done with your life. Like I've got bits and pieces of that life story. I never got that much of it in one sitting. Oh, there's a lot more to it. Like and, I said, yeah. and sports was kind of that catalyst that helped turn you around. It was my constant. Your constant. Yeah. I could always fall back on it. Like I yeah. said, like, I mean, you, you hear the greats, Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. um, uh, Lombardi. Yeah. Uh, Muhammad Ali, mm. Mike Tyson, right? <laughs> the reason why I say Mike Tyson, you always get a plan. You always have a plan mm-hmm. until you get punched in the face, right? That's right. Yeah, I was yeah. punched in the face every day, practically, yeah. emotionally and physically. Yeah, okay, all right. I it was in several fights, yes, but yeah. emotionally more than not, especially in high school. Never want to go back there. Yeah, the thing with sports, or even like the strength and conditioning side, which is my passion, it's just you. Yeah. Mm. If you always do your best, whether you have the flu, you're having an off day, you're feeling fantastic, you get your best personal record, mm-hmm. you're seeing the growth. It's consistency. It's consistent. Yeah. It's, it's consistency. You push yourself to the limits, you see what you can overcome, and the rest of it's noise. Stay tuned for part two of this conversation with Craig Lowry when the Drunk Scroll returns with an all new episode in two weeks. Thanks for listening to The Drunk Squirrel. No need to pay a tab. Just be sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and drop us a line, thedrunksquirrel82 at gmail.com. Cheers.